We've reached out to Sergeant Carrie Schmidt, who you got on the line from the OPP Traffic Services. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So there's a lot of stats can break down on who's smoking pot. Um, Are they smoking legal or illegal pot? But they have no breakdown on marijuana driving offenses. So from your perspective, you're out on the roads every day. You're pulling people over. What impact has legalization had on uh, drug impaired driving? Well, we certainly are seeing a lot more uh, cannabis use out there, and we are seeing an increased number of drug-impaired driving charges. Now, the, dr- the impaired driving charge is the same criminal offense as impaired by alcohol as well as impaired by drug. It's the same criminal offense. So when we look at our overall impaired driving charges, uh, they're not far off where they were the same period last year, but I know we have far more officers trained in uh, the detection investigation of uh, drug-impaired drivers, our drug recognition experts, and uh, our standard field sobriety testing uh, options out there as well that uh, do those roadside screening tests to check for alcohol or drug impairment. And uh, we are seeing certainly a lot more of them. We haven't seen an increase in fatalities that are drug or alcohol related, which is good news. Mm -hmm. Obviously, any death is an issue for us. But uh, our charges overall uh, are actually a little bit down right now, but our drug impaired driving charges are certainly up just because of the fact that we have more officers out there uh, laying those charges and investigating those offenses. Are you using the Drager 3000 roadside drug tester that was, you know, a lot of people questioned uh, if it was going to work in Canada? That's right. Yeah, we certainly have them all across the province right now. Uh, not to the to the extent that we have the roadside alcohol screening tests. Uh, there's a lot more of those out on the roads being used, but uh, we certainly do have those oral fluid salivas testers. And, and those are used uh, predominantly for uh, uh, novice drivers, uh, young drivers and commercial drivers looking for the recency and the presence of cannabis in their system when there is a zero tolerance uh, provision within the uh, Highway Traffic Act. And when it comes to impaired driving, we still rely on our experts, our DREs, to uh, do those subjective uh, uh, physiological, physical coordinated tests uh, to determine someone's impairment. Okay, my purpose is not to vilify marijuana because it's legal now. And uh, not only is it smokably legal, it is now legal uh, as far as the edibles are concerned. Before we get to edibles, let's do a refresher here. Um, run through uh, how many people you're pulling over with pot in the car, like just a rough number and, and, and how you should be carrying it. Because I think it's important that people know, because uh, ha- they can be ticketed for having it too close to the driver, no? Absolutely. Do you know what? When it comes to uh, readily available, it's it's the same as having open liquor. Everyone knows you can't have open liquor in your vehicle, but for some reason people think that uh, as long as uh, the marijuana is in my pocket or maybe in the armrest, it's it's out of sight, out of mind. Well, it's not. It has to be out of reach. And and that means even in the glove box or even in the back seat, it's still within reach of the driver. But the legislation speaks to within reach of anybody in the vehicle. So really? If anybody can reach it. And pass it to the driver, then there's yeah. a problem. Yeah. So that you can't have any. It's same as alcohol. You're not going to have a guy in the back seat of your car uh, drinking open liquor because it's open liquor in the vehicle. And the same thing applies to cannabis and marijuana. So uh, if you're going to transport it, yeah. you're allowed. You're allowed to buy it legally. That's that's no problem. But uh, when you get into your vehicle, that's when there's uh, new limits put on, and you got to throw it in the trunk. You got to throw it back. It's got to be in the original packaging. It's got to be sealed. It's got to be closed. What, Carrie? Uh, okay, so what if I'm? I've got somebody who's got a a marijuana joint in their purse, and I pick them up unbeknownst to me uh you pull them over you pull us over do do the cops go so far as to say does anybody carrying marijuana is that a standard question 
Well, we're going to have a conversation with them. We're going to try to build whatever uh, ground suspicion we have to uh, to investigate. If we have, yeah, but a uh, bunch of ladies like me. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Somebody has a marijuana joint, which is legal in their purse. It's not in the protective coating anymore because yeah. they've rolled it because it, it doesn't, it, you know, the brand they bought didn't come pre-rolled. They rolled it. They're in my car. If they're caught with it in their purse, do I get the ticket or do they get a ticket? Well, we're not going to have authority to go in and search your, your vehicle unless we have grounds to arrest somebody and, and then there's incident to, to arrest. Oh, well, gonna, then my car's so, fine. Yeah, then you're fine. So, <laughs> um, so what we, uh, we, we certainly, how do I want to say this? It's, we're not going to be going through everybody's purses and pockets and patting them down to right. see if they have any, any cannabis on them. But if we see, just like an open liquor, if we see joints mm-hmm. in the cup holder, we see flakes, we see uh, cannabis products uh, right there beside you, that's a problem. And at that point, it's $170. It's going to be the offense. And just like... Uh, Who gets the ticket? I get well, the ticket? It could be everybody. So typically, wow. everybody is responsible in that vehicle. So uh, typically, it goes to the driver if they're the one who's going to own up and, and, and take it or whoever is the, the person that it's closest to or wherever. But it's up to the officer's discretion to determine how they're going to proceed, how they're going to make this uh, situation safe. And uh, it's up to the officer's discretion as well. We are seeing a lot more of that, and officers are charging for that offense. Uh, constantly. Okay, so what? Where would you give us a? If you were to give us a letter grade, where would you put us on being educated on? You know, it, since it's been legalized, how to transport marijuana? Well, I think everyone has a pretty good idea where, that you can't have it in your vehicle. They're just trying to see how close, how far away they can get with uh, without crossing that line or being on that gray zone. So. Uh, I don't want to give you a great average because some people pass with flying colors and other people fail horribly and miserably. So it really comes down to the individual's uh, uh, own uh, perception of, of what's right or what's wrong. Just like distracted driving, people don't know you can't have your phone up and talk on speakerphone. If it's in your hand, it's an offense. Just as having cannabis in your vehicle, even if it's in the back seat, is still an offense. It's within reach. So uh, throw it in the trunk, throw it uh, out of sight, out of mind, and uh, get to where you're going and put it in your house. And uh, you're allowed to smoke it. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to criticize and, and penalize you for that. But uh, we don't want to see people driving impaired. Of That's, course. The fact is, if it's in your vehicle, if someone's smoking or has been smoking, you know, we see people smoking cigarettes. And, and vaping, uh, and what's in this uh, this uh, vapor that's coming out? I I don't know, but uh, if we have suspicion that there's cannabis, uh, there's going to be obviously further investigation to follow up to to put this uh, person in check and make sure that they're actually safe for the road. Okay, Sergeant Smith, I want to ask you this question. So edibles are legal as of today, but we know that um, they won't be sold legally until mid-December. So say, let's just throw me in the car with the ladies. Someone, we're going on a road trip, we're going away to a cottage for a weekend, someone has a container of edibles as of today in my trunk um, that you know that they could not have procured by legal means because we're not going to see those on the legal market until mid-December at the earliest. What happens? Well, if they're packaged and, and they've been bought as a as a storefront, a store-bought uh, product, that would be a concern. Now, there's no changes today from yesterday in terms of what's legal or illegal. You can buy legal cannabis, and if you want to go home and make your own brownies or cookies or snacks, that's that's within your right and provision. Uh, you just can't buy over the counter 
edibles right now. So the same laws apply today as they applied yesterday. Uh, but again, if you're driving in a carload of people and you see, uh, you know, a, a box of uh, cookies and they smell like marijuana, even if there's if they're grandma's cookies, you know, depending on uh, what kind of grandma you have, it is uh, or something you don't know. We don't know what where these are coming from, but if they're made from legal cannabis, mm-hmm. you know, we won't have any uh, grounds to... Uh, as to long as they're them. away from the... Uh, and exactly. you wouldn't know that if Grandma baked the goods, as long as they're away from the driver and kept in the trunk. They got to be away outside the vehicle. Just put them in the trunk, put them out, out of reach anywhere you can. And, uh, and don't be tempted to start trying them because you don't know what the potency of these things. Oh. You don't know what you're eating. And all of a sudden, you can go down the road, and it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. Listen, and, as a driver uh, that shares the road with you, don't try them. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so that is, that's the problem. That's what we want to make sure people understand the, mm-hmm. the risks associated with it, because it's not going to be like smoking a joint or uh, taking it uh, uh, through a vape or whatever else, however you're ingesting this. Uh, it, ha- it could have a slow release, and all of a sudden it could hit you. And in that time, if you're in a vehicle and all of a sudden you lose your ability to react to a crisis in front of you, um, that's when we can see huge problems. Okay. And, and- Clearly, Carrie, we're talking to people listening right now. But between you and me, how concerned are the OPP traffic services about edibles? Well, do you know what? Really, there's been no changes. Uh, just because legal uh, legal edibles uh, become legal today, they're not going to be available for. I know, but the months. creeping factor of of people won't know how high they are. The, you know, the high oh, doesn't sure. kick in for a while. So, how worried are you guys uh, about people? You know, thinking, "Oh, I'm okay. I'm just going to drive." That had no effect on me. Well, absolutely, and that's why we get people calling suspected impaired drivers all the time, and officers are certainly on high alert looking for these uh, drivers because we know it is an issue. We know people are dying at the hands of impaired drivers, and even though our fatal numbers so far this year are down compared to where we were last year, which is a good news story, uh, but we still had thousands and thousands of people charged with impaired driving, vast majority are alcohol impaired, but we're seeing a lot of poly users, people that are smoking and drinking, mm. and they're, they're combining this. And so you may, maybe you only had one joint, and you only had one drink, and you ha- only had one shot, but now you've got three in you in the last uh, few minutes, and now you're going to jump in your car, and, and you're feeling this buzz that you've never felt before, and you're going down the sidewalk, or down, you're down the road. And Possibly the going sidewalk. down the sidewalk yeah. as well. <laughs> which and, uh, and now you've got to... Find a threat. You got to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to realize uh, how you hit the brakes and how you steer to avoid. And your reaction times are going to be so much slower. You're going to be in this world of uh, in this cloud that you may think nothing could happen, but all of a sudden it it could. And we just don't want to see people getting hurt. And that's our our message in the end: public safety, traffic safety. Uh, but we need everyone to kind of step up and understand that this is a drug. Yeah, I think people, I think most people get that, Carrie. I think a lot of people want to try marijuana and for whatever reason, they're they're happy about, you know, having the opportunity to do this legally now. Uh, but I think the one thing I wanted to get across by talking to you today is, I mean, the people that are going to get high and get in their car, I don't know that there's going to be an uptick of, num- of people that would do that. I think they were the ones that would always do that. That's just my own personal opinion on this. But I really wanted to make sure people understood you know, where their rights uh, were uh, with concern to having uh, marijuana, whether it be smokable or edible, in the car with them. Because I I think we have to make sure that people understand that it is the same as, as alcohol. 
Yeah, it's not like a pack of smokes yep. where you can have them in your shirt pocket or in your purse. Uh, it's got to be away from your reach. And again, uh, no changes are happening today. If you have edibles that you've made from legal sources, uh, that's one thing. We don't know what the difference is between legal or illegal, but you don't know what you're buying. And who knows what's in that illegal black market uh, cannabis marijuana. And that can be a whole world of hurt that you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Right. But once again, if you caught somebody with something that was an illegal edible in a package, would they be charged? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's the charge? Well, having open, having illegal cannabis. Okay. Yeah, that's illegal. What's the ticket? Well, it's $170 for having it within the reach of the vehicle Mm -hmm. and the product would be seized and taken away. And... And that would but be, what if uh, it wasn't within reach? If it wasn't within reach. Now, I'm, now I, hey, I just want to ed- educate yeah. the audience. So it depends. How did we come to know that it was there? Okay, got so, you. Because you're not going to search our cars unless there was cause for suspicion and we were already doing something wrong. Right, exactly. So All if right. You're, if you're under arrest for impaired driving and you're impaired by drug and we arrest you and then we uh, you know, told the vehicle and searched the vehicle and we find all this, well, then there's other issues. And if you have quantities that are in excess of personal use. Which is? Uh, thir- well, i got to check the, ed- the I think edible. it's something like 30 grams, 30, 30 isn't it? 30 grams. I think so. Uh, and then uh, then you're talking into the trafficking side. And now you have all kinds of other Cannabis Act and criminal charges regarding uh, cannabis transportation and, and, and delivery of, of illegal cannabis. So all right. that, that's another uh, concern that people need to be aware of. So don't have a whole cooler full of marijuana. Right. Of, even if you're the person that grew it for your own personal use, well, you can't a, take it with you to the cottage. That's a lot of personal use. So, well, yeah, I don't there's know. Gonna be, there's gonna Carry be a problem on. There. All right. Have a fantastic afternoon. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Carrie. Always a pleasure talking to you. There's uh, Sergeant Carrie Schmidt. All of a sudden, I got a Cheech and Chong scene in my head.